afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It is Thursday. February the 24th. Sorry, multitasking is not my forte. February the 24th, 2022. Just a couple days after Tuesday. Two, 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 two. Twos. All over the place. Got another great technical alpha lined up for you today. Talking about video games, movies, television, dick-related analogies, and more. That's a lie. It's actually pretty much those three things. It's not anything else. That's pretty much the show. Oh, I see Discord has changed. What is going on here? What, Discord, what have you done? What have you done? Can I hide this still? Oh, there we go. Okay. All right. It's okay. Crisis averted. Discord changed their video layout. But we got to sort it out. It's no technical podcast. Hope you guys are having a good day or as good as you can. Because if you, if you haven't noticed, the world's being the world today. Or as is as of last night sometime. So, uh, I, I hope, uh, I hope, I hope... If you are from that part of the world, if you're anywhere over there right now, because I know we, I know we do have more than a handful of Lag TV fans uh, from that part of the world uh, in uh, Ukraine and in the surrounding areas, and I've already seen some people on my timeline talking about how they had they had fled the country in the midst of all of this, and so uh, you know we're uh, we're about as with you guys as we possibly can be. Let's I guess we say that much anyway. Um, you know, it was kind of like from a StarCraft perspective of anything, uh, I, I hadn't seen, I hadn't seen the beautiful man's face in a while, but I saw White Raw posting a video earlier today. Uh, he was, I believe in Kiev, um, talking about this whole situation, uh, as it were, as he was out in one of the, uh, looked like one of the public squares in the, in the city. Uh, but a terrible, uh, a terrible time to say the least. And we hope everyone... Uh, stays as safe as you can in the midst of all that crazy. Other than that, we're going to talk about some video game news. And before we get to that, I have to ask the most important question of the week. Mr. Black, how was your week? While well, you're cultivating a beard now, it seems. We've, we look like we're committing, or we just got too lazy to actually shave it off. One or the other. Yeah, uh, I got my hair cut. I haven't trimmed my beard yet. I I didn't, uh, I, I got to travel next week, so I went and got my hair cut, but I, uh, I left my mask on. And I was, didn't want them in oh, my face. Oh, of course, yeah, so I, yeah, yeah. I, I'll deal with this uh, <laughs> sometime soon. Um, but I am going to keep the beard. I'm just this is just just going to bring it back. Yeah, you take it back is, a couple notches. Yeah, th- yeah, this ain't it. But uh, <laughs> yeah, outside of that, it's been it's been a week. Um, Kayla's sick with a migraine today, so I was on dad duty pretty much all morning and afternoon. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Kai turned three a couple days ago. Dad that happened. Turned, Dad turned sixty today. Um, so lots of birthdays going around. Uh, outside of that, it's just been another week for me. Yeah, well, that's that's you know, other than the migraine, not bad. It's pretty yeah. solid. Pretty solid. Uh, M fighting a migraine today as well. Uh, it's migraine day for the the better halves apparently. Uh, although hers is predictable because it's usually. Whenever she switches from doing night shifts for a long period of time, and then she switches to day shifts or vice versa, 
There's like this three to four day band where her body is like, why are you doing- No! What the fuck is wrong with you? Stick to one! Why are you changing? And then migraines are like super common. And then after a while it changes and she gets used to it, but yeah, she's fighting that today, so she's down the hall. Uh, this is the first thing in the morning, I knew it was the case, because first thing in the morning I brought down breakfast and the, all, the first sound I heard was her dry heaving, which told me that she had a migraine. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a shitty time. I'm th- so thankful I've never had a migraine in my life. I only had ever had one. I That's barely it. even get headaches. Like, usually it's like a tension headache at worst, but like, or like, you know, if you get like a, the flu or something, you have like a headache or, or whatnot, but never a migraine, thank fucking God. Uh, because watching, you know, watching you know, Marcel have one, it's just like, fuck me. I, I would not, I would be the biggest, dude, I'd be the biggest bitch. I had a migraine, yeah. I'd be the sis, I'd be the sissiest fuck yeah, on the Kayla planet. Was salty. She was power puking. <laughs> just salty, man. It's it terrible, like, terrible. Does she feeling- get them often? Nah, I say like maybe once a year. Oh, okay. You know, it's it's pretty rare, and it's usually well, not good. as bad. But uh, I think she's feeling a lot better right now. So that's good. Yeah, the shittiest yeah. thing about migraines is that like normally if you puke, you feel better. But with migraines, it doesn't do anything. No, it doesn't relieve anything. It's, it's fucking terrible. Um, my week was uh, predictably more time at the house. Uh, we uh, we got a fair amount of work done this week. Got rid of the uh, the remaining studs that were separating the the kitchen, dining room, living room space. Uh, now that uh, Smitty has done pretty much most of the electrical work upstairs, uh, we were just leaving them there to give a little extra support in case he slipped and put a foot down on on uh, the roof somewhere and uh, or the ceiling, and you know he didn't put a foot through it. Otherwise, uh, yeah, that cleared out, and it is crazy how little it takes for your eyes to separate space. So even though it was just like four studs basically across the two walls, it's it looked more open, obviously, than when you had drywall on them, but it still looked like separated spaces and it made everything feel smaller. You got rid of four fucking studs and it feels like a football field in the upstairs fucking like uh, part of the house now. It's crazy how your eyes will, uh, will do that. So um, that was nice. We got that done. We got a bunch of other stuff done as well. Obviously, we did uh, some of the uh, electric, so we got the the uh, LED pot lights put in. Uh, they are the brightest things I've ever seen in my life. Thank God we got dimmer switches because holy shit, the max on those bad boys. It's like you're at the pearly fucking gates. You turn that shit on, you can't see anything. Well, I mean, you can. In fact, if you ever lose anything in the living room, you turn on the lights, you will see every fucking molecule in that entire room. We only put four of them in, we probably could have got away with one. <laughs> but we got four and it's on a dimmer now. So, uh, so they're in there and they're looking good. Uh, we just, we were just finishing hanging the door in, uh, that will eventually go to my office because it was originally just an archway. It was just drywalled. There was no door there. Um, and so we, uh, we're stealing one of the doors from somewhere else in the house and putting that in. So we were doing that and, and a bunch of other piddly stuff this week, like, bathroom fan which was uh an experience after uh what we had to deal with to put that in normally that's a really easy straightforward job but if it's your own home of course murphy's law nothing will be easy you will run into every single like shitty little thing that could possibly get in your way and that's exactly what happened with us but thankfully we sorted that out and just some general other stuff we got the appliances in today that we ordered uh and you know i Thought at the time when we ordered them that we'd have a floor installed by now, but uh, we don't. And so they're just sitting in the living room now, along with the other appliances. 
in in their boxes had uh, had the guy show up i think it's a prerequisite for um for delivery guys that when their employer requires them to have a mask when they're doing white glove delivery meaning like bringing this shit into your house that a mask to them is everyone has the same one it's like the starter kit for delivery guys you got like it's the fucking like infinity scarf fucking thin nylon thing that they just take from their neck and they just kind of slide over their face and they all have the exact same fucking one it doesn't do anything it's about the equivalent of me taking my t-shirt and just kind of doing this shit and they're like oh yeah hey boss yeah we got we're, we're good to go i've had one delivery service guy that's actually brought stuff into the house have like a mask mask and the rest of them have that exact same fucking thing at this point it's it's whatever i just find it fucking hilarious that they all use the same one what was worse, unfortunately, is that one of these two lads didn't have the bodily strength to push the refrigerator up the stairs while the other guy was pulling from the other side. And uh, so they actually ha- they actually asked me to help bring this fridge up the stairs. And I was like, okay, that's a little fucking unorthodox. I would have said, nah, said, nah, I'm good, <laughs> actually. The problem nah. is I was watching them trying to get this up the stairs. Bro, I would have been there all day and they would have had 48 holes in my fucking wall by the time. One of these guys had some strength. The other guy... Probably should have a different occupation, is how this this whole thing went down. So those two went at the bottom to push, and they're like, yeah, just go to the top and pull up. And they're like, be careful of the straps, they'll cut your hand. I'm like, well, yeah, I'm not stupid, I'll go put on some gloves, you know, whatever. So put on some gloves and start pulling up. I'm counting, you know, one, two, three, because you're doing like one step at a time, right? They get two guys behind it, they get a little overzealous. On three on the last step, I pull up. And they got a little overzealous and they pushed like they were trying to fucking send this thing into the sun. I didn't get my foot out of the way in time and they crushed my ankle between the top of the fucking corner corner of the right. refrigerator and the top of the staircase. So now I've got like this V cut and bruising on both sides of my fuck. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. And he was like, and dude, his face. He, it was like he saw his job flashing before his eyes because he was like, we shouldn't be asking the homeowner to help us oh. move this shit. No, <laughs> and if we, just, if we just broke his ankle, we might be fucking dead. <laughs> so anyway, it was fine. A little bruised, but okay. I haul the thing up the stairs. We get it all up. I check everything. Everything's fine. Uh, and that was my day. It was very exciting. The, the, uh, nothing all that exciting, but that's, that's where your, your day peaks is when you have to haul up your own refrigerator up the stairs. I'll have my uh, new fridge and freezer on Monday. Wow, we that's call. we lucked out, dude. Well, what I what I did so how? Well, we had two <laughs> off. We had two options, right? We had the because the fridge and freezer are I think they're thirty two inches each, so it's like it's you know it's like a big chef's thing. Mm. We had two options. I there was a cheaper model that was still you know four thousand dollars a piece. <laughs> well, you you have. They're but a massive fridge that you're putting in that space. And uh, and he said, you know, there's a 78-person waiting list across Canada. There's like 20-something people here in Nova Scotia. Um, That's, that, that seems that like a has, disproportionate number of people considering that the, across the country is 70, like one-third. Yeah, it's like 70-something, and then <laughs> like a third Scotia. of them were in Nova Scotia um, <laughs> that were waiting on it. Um, so uh, he was like, there is, I don't, he's like, I'm not, nah, I'm not trying to upsell you, but if you want to get these fridges within the next 12 to 18 months, <laughs> I would suggest going with the higher tier appliances because not as people many are people are headhunting them. 
Yeah. So he was like, there's only 13 people on this waiting list across Canada. Um, and were nine of them in Nova Scotia? No, nah, there was like three or four. <laughs> oh, like okay. Three or four, right? All right, so a little better. Wasn't, yeah. <laughs> um, so I said, it was like an extra $600 per fridge. It was like nothing. I mean, that's still a lot of money. Like that's almost a fridge for... You know, like a regular uh, yeah, but I'm but I'm gonna spend twelve hundred dollars before waiting eighteen months to have a exactly. refrigerator. Exactly, because right now we have two portable freezers, um, uh, basically hooked up, and they're sucking power like crazy. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, you know what? If I if I have to do this for the next twelve to eighteen months, I'm gonna spend more in power, spending twenty thirty dollars <laughs> per unit a month. Uh, to power these things, then it will be to do. So I said, fuck it, I'll, I'll order it. I was still expecting it to take like six months. Got the call like a week and a half, two weeks later. Uh, yeah, it's been with two weeks. And they're like, yeah, we can come that we have, They're coming in Nova Scotia. We get them. They'll be delivered on Monday. So I'm like, the dream. Oh, okay, let's go. The so, dream. Let's fucking go. You love, yeah. you love the, those are, you take those dubs all day. I'll take it, man. I'll take you it. You take those dubs all day. I, um, um, yeah, we we've got all of our appliances now, with the exception of uh, the refrigerator that we're going to get for downstairs. But uh, we're not we're not getting like any of the real like popular ones for downstairs. That would just kind of be like a whatever, not a cheap fridge, but we're now not spending like, a million like, dollars. You can go like Home Depot and get like yeah. frigid air stuff. Yeah, you know, exactly. Pretty, even stainless steel frigid air fridges, like I bought, you know, like eleven hundred bucks or twelve hundred bucks. It was less. Yeah. It was, oh, really? It was, it was like eight hundred. Yeah, uh, yeah, for like stainless steel frigid air full size. Yeah, the thirty shit. inch, and yeah. they usually have them in stock. Like, uh, like you. Yeah, just out, yeah, you like just they're either there out. or it's like a week. Yeah, and you're good. Yeah, so like other than that, we're pretty much uh, done our appliance uh, shopping, which is which is a relief, uh, to say the least. So, yeah, we got our HVAC also finally. We got uh, that guy get us to us for cost. We saved like seven hundred bucks on that My dream. That was the dream. Uh, now we just have to go through the pain and suffering of actually installing it at some point. That's going to be an experience, uh, but uh, it shouldn't be too, too bad. Shall we talk about some video game stuff? Oh. Capcom's countdown timer. I think I think I talked about this last week because I want to say the timer started on Thursday, but I might also be conflating it with something else. Either way, Capcom had the website uh, had this website up or some other countdown timer somewhere. Uh, I might be conflating it with another thing, actually, now that I think about it. But all the same, I think I'm conflating it with Atlas's uh, countdown timer. Capcom had one, too, and they announced uh, Street Fighter VI. So, big shocker, Street Fighter VI is the thing that's happening. Uh, Included this year are, of course, Ryu. However, this time around, I don't know if you've seen pictures, uh, Ryu called up... um, uh, Chris Redfield. No, he called up Chris Redfield. He said, Chris, Rio said, Chris, I saw you punch a boulder. All right. I saw you got the juice. I saw you punch a boulder out of a, an active volcano. I need that kind of energy for, uh, for Street Fighter 6. He said, don't worry. I got you. And he hooked up Rio with as much HGH as you could possibly fucking inject into a human being. Uh, and now Rio is about as wide as an 18 wheel truck. He's fucking huge. And I'm not talking head on. I mean sideways. I mean, that's he's like a 48 foot wide fucking human being. Looks a little weird, but they got, you know, they got him in there. The other thing that was a little odd, at least, at least not, not that it changes the game, but it was a little strange. 
The logo design is hot garbage. I don't know if you've seen the logo. It's a fucking hot mess. After all the amazing logos and, and kind of, um, uh, you could call them iconic logos, really, for Street Fighter over the years. You, you, you don't even have to necessarily read the word Street Fighter from a distance to know that you were looking at a Street Fighter logo for years. And uh, now they just went with the most generic-ass, flat logo shit with, like, a spray paint, like, mark in the bottom right corner with a six in it. And that was the entire logo for Street Fighter Six. What made it funnier, and I thought about it when I first saw it, I went, you know what, that looks like some shit that you'd buy off a stock image website. And as it turns out, somebody did a little lo- a looking around, and that's exactly what it is. These motherfuckers straight took some shit off of a stock image website, and slapped a six in the corner, and called it a day. It's a fucking hot mess. However, great news for Capcom, the owner, the guy, the artist that did that original stock image said, Hey, you know what? I'm willing to sell you full rights to that logo if you want to have it. It doesn't mean anything for the game, but it still made me laugh when I saw it because it was just some of the weirdest shit. Like, why would you fuck up? You know, you have, you have one of the best logos in video games. Why would you go and do that? It's fucking hideous. Uh, also, Capcom announced... Uh, that on the 24th of June this year, they're going to be releasing the Fighting or Capcom Fighting Collection, which brings rollback netcode, that's the netcode that everyone uh, you know wants to have in the fighting game community, uh, to 10 of their classic fighting titles, including all five Darkstalkers, as well as Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo, uh, of course, along with several others, 10 in total. Uh, so for those who are big Capcom fighting game fans, and maybe you've been hoping to uh, to get back into some of the older stuff, you know, anytime they include rollback, uh, you know, within reason, that means that you might be able to have a little fun competitively without uh, everything falling apart and online. So that's probably going to get the fighting game community a little hype. Uh, maybe not as hype as 48-foot-wide Ryu, but a little bit, all the same. Steam is updating their rules for game discounts to help stop developers abusing the system. Amongst a number of changes, developers now will only be able to put games on sale between 10 and 90% off instead of as low as 1%, which is how it was before, apparently. Uh, I've never seen a game off for 1%, but uh, all the same, apparently that was a thing. And that was being uh, abused by some of the developers because as soon as you discount a game for any amount on Steam, it automatically puts you in the short list of on-sale items. And it's kind of like free advertising at that point. There's not really a deal on, it's literally 1% off, but you're reaping the benefits of getting your uh, game lifted up to the front pages or or towards the tops of the sales thing. Uh, Steam obviously looked at that and said, that's not good. Probably shouldn't be able to do that. And so now they're limiting it and saying, hey, if you want to do it, it's 10% as an entry level. They're also making a slew of other changes to this, but the other more interesting note here for people who are actually buying the video games would be that they are changing it from a uh, like the cycle in which they would allow a developer to put their game on sale. Originally, it was six weeks. They're reducing it to 28 days. So instead of having to wait all that time in between sales, if they really wanted to, with some exceptions, and that list actually will, you know, that they put up explains the exceptions, but they're not they're not a lot of them. You can put your game up uh, up for sale basically once a fucking month at this point, instead of waiting uh, six weeks, a little more than that. So a little shorter, but also, fuck you if you were trying to abuse the system. Now you're down to 10%. If you want that sweet, sweet advertising space uh, on Steam Marketplace. You know, if you think about it, that's actually quite a bit. You know, if you just take off 1% of your game, 
you know, Steam has so many video games on it that any edge that you can get your game up in front of people uh, on a sale list, it's actually kind of galaxy brain. If you think about it, you know, 1% off, uh, and then you automatically have people looking more at your, uh, at your title. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's more than a few that are going to be salty about the fact that now they have to 10x that bitch to get the advertising space. Uh, it was inevitable, but Bethesda announced this week, Mr. Black, that they are retiring the Bethesda launcher. One less launcher to have on your desktop. They're going to move everything to Steam, of course. Uh, whether or not this is, you know, because of the buyout at Microsoft and they just don't want to have to keep up the storefront or any other reasons. I mean, let's be honest, they didn't need one. Um, most of these extraneous uh uh you know storefront or not storefronts but launchers it's just a pain in everyone's ass you know like friggin 19 launchers on your friggin desktop depending on how many games you played unless you were just somebody that exclusively played bethesda games plus maybe one or two others from steam having to have the shit boot up all the time you have like buy something on steam but you have to have a bethesda launcher account and so it like launches the launcher and launches another launcher and then you have to log in like twice and it was just a fucking nightmare it's going bye-bye no more of that. All the Steam and, you know, obviously also the Xbox or Microsoft Store as well. Following the announcement of, I don't even, I don't know if this is Live Alive or Live Alive or Live uh, Live or however that's pronounced. Because unfortunately English does not give me enough context to actually be able to tell you. Uh, but those that know, know. Uh, that getting an HD 2D remake, which we talked about, I want to say, last week, Square Enix also confirmed that they were going to be doing more of this exact style of remake in the future, which is that kind of Octopath Traveler HD 2D thing that lots of people seem to like the aesthetic of. I think it looks fucking dope. I think it's a perfect kind of happy mixture of give me the old retro graphics, but make it look a little bit more modern and not just kind of phoning it in. Um, they are going to be doing more of those games in the future. And apparently when they were choosing which game to do next before they chose eventually, uh, let's say live alive, uh, they were, the second choice was going to be act razor, which is not a game that I would have expected them to pull out of a hat for a treatment like that, but I'm sure it would probably be pretty fire. And if it was in second place, I have a sneaking suspicion that it's probably still going to get done at some point. Uh, do you have act razor? I think act razor is a hard cartridge to get your hands on. Do you know if you have it? I, I don't know. I don't think so. I, don't I think it's so. one of the ones that are kind of difficult to uh, to get your hands on. Kind of uh, one of those uh, more obscure titles that not everyone knows about. And I think we talked about it too when they were uh, when Actraiser got put on one of the compilation lists for uh, for one of the uh, retro systems that they did a release for. But all the same, yeah. So expect an Actraiser HD 2D remake is what I'm getting out of that. Uh, at the end of the day, and more. I guess some people are also thinking, please God, give us Final Fantasy VI, things like that, of course, uh, that Square Enix would have their hands on in that time frame, you know, that SNES era stuff, uh, to get an HD 2D remake, uh, and hopefully we'll we'll learn more about that pretty soon. In a move I never would have thought about, but sounds awesome on paper, 2K Sports has secured the LEGO license to do sports games, Mr. Black. LEGO Sports! How does that tickle your fancy? <laughs> it doesn't. What if it's you and Kai playing Lego sports? Nah. No? Nah. You just go go for straight regular sports. 
probably not playing any sports games. To be oh, honest. okay. We're skipping yeah. the sports games altogether. Yeah, we're. I'd rather play Lego like Batman or something. You know, or that upcoming Lego Star Wars, like the the whole uh-huh. the Skywalker yes. saga, amalgam yes. like the 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 masterpiece of the Lego Star Wars universe. Yes. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I, there hasn't really been that many bad Lego video games ever. I mean, they've, they've done, almost all of them have been pretty fire. So, um, I would definitely be interested in what a Lego sports title would even look like, uh, to say the least. Uh, and, uh, and I guess we don't have to wait too much longer before we'll find out what that would, uh, like, I'm interested in which sport they choose first. Is it soccer by default? Do you think? Or do you think they're going to go with, with something else? I have a, f- I mean, you got I have to assume soccer it's like the biggest fucking sport it's not going to be nfl football no yeah it might it might be soccer it makes yeah. sense i would say that makes that makes a reasonable sense uh oh man here we go for the first time since some of you listening you know, this is aging us now mr black but for the first time since some of the people at home have been listening or 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 some since some of you have been born i guess it appears call of duty will not be getting a yearly release in 2023. They're moving the uh, the previously airmarked uh, Treyarch title from 2023 into 2024. And this is the first time this has happened. I think it's 18 years. We've had a yearly Call of Duty release for 18 straight years. And in 2023, you're not getting one. You're saving your 60 bucks. It's going into something else. And most likely that will be Warzone or or the Modern Warfare sequel that's coming out uh, as well. So those two titles, the rebuild of Warzone and then the sequel to Modern Warfare 2019, which is the next release for Call of Duty, those will be carrying us all the way into 2024. Uh, and uh, and I found that interesting that this cropped up this week after last week we had such a long chat about how we, I think it was last week, that we talked about uh, you were bringing up the point about the the honeymoon phase recycle that they've been able to abuse, where the, where the cycle of Call of Duty is so frequent that you know just by the time people are getting tired of it or they're finding all the 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 shit wrong with it and they get fed up, that oop, guess what, guys? You know, six months from now, new Call of Duty coming. Let's talk about that, and everyone gets excited about that, and then the wheels keep on spinning. For the first time in eighteen years, it's not going to be the case. We're going to get these uh, these two others, and then we're going to have a gap. And so that will be fun uh, to some degree to see how the market responds to that. And uh, I suppose subsequently how well the one in 2024 sells, since there's not going to be this constant uh, hype train. How do you think that's going to play out? Do you think it's going to make any difference at all? Or do you, or, or, you know, given what we talked about last time, or, uh, or do you think that, uh, that this might see the franchise not be as popular as it has been? Oh, it's still going to be super popular, and it's still going to sell crazy amounts. Uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe there'll be a, more of a demand for it uh, at that point. I mean, maybe it sells even more. It might. Uh, <laughs> it might. Or, you know, maybe the next version that they have coming out is 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 really good, and they want to hold on to it for a little while. I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, it's um. I, 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 I asked this question. I never get a response on Twitter, but I asked this question. I was, I was, uh, Jeff Grubb had, uh, had posted about this. And I, I, you know, I said just asking nebulously or in general for anyone to answer, you know, do you think, um, 
you know, how, you know, just the sustainability of the franchise where it's basically uh, so much of it has been this constant, like keeping this level of, of hype going, like you're constantly injecting adrenaline into your veins every six fucking months. And you know, what does that mean? Is this going to be better for the, you know, for the franchise? You know, uh, it'll be better insofar as that, I guess it will give the developers more time to actually make the fucking video game. Maybe so that maybe the rock is doing call of duty. Maybe oh, in 2023 is, is like yeah, the maybe <laughs> maybe maybe they're gonna film this and they want to release the game uh, right around the time movie comes out. You, you, oh shit! Christmas never, release, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, 2023 Call of Duty. Ne- you never know, man. This could be it. I mean, he is circling a big gaming franchise. You know, it's true. You know, this could be this could be the reason. This, this it's could true. Be the reason. You know what? I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna say it right now. It's a technical alpha. It's a technical alpha call. It's a Miss Cleo call right now. Christmas 2023. Call of Duty Dwayne the Rock Johnson movie. That will be the lead up to the 2024 game being done by Treyarch. Yeah, that's the pre that's the pre-game well show. And he will he will market the fuck out of the game. He will be in the game. He will play in the movie. Um we'll see. This could be this could be the reason why. I mean if you're gonna delay anything, you're gonna delay it for the Rock, right? Dwayne the Rock Johnson flying in a in a you know uh, like an AC one thirty going from destination to destination. B roll footage on the outside of the plane. Cuts to inside of the plane. Dwayne sitting on the side of the plane, waiting to arrive, drinking a Zoa. <laughs> yep. Close, close in shot on the side. How do you, that's going to be a difficult thing for The Rock to do, you know, when you do the product placement where you have to awkwardly hold the can in such a way that, like, the logo shows, you know, Dwayne's hand's fucking enormous, right? So I got to imagine there's got to be some sort of, like, fucking camera trickery. He's, like, grabbing it from the top, and he, like... Oh, does he do that one? Yeah, he does that a lot. (laughs) You know, he and he's always one-handing, because he got his phone, and so he's, like, he's perfected the, (laughs) the open... You know, turn it around. One hand open and, and crack. And then when he's not drinking out of the can, he usually puts, he's got like a thing of ice in a cup and he pours it and then he puts the can beside oh. the glass and then he drinks it. So, you know. You know you're living fancy when you're drinking your fucking energy drink out of a glass with ice. That's, of course. that's some very fancy shit right there. Pinky out on that one. Uh, where, where was I in this mess? Xbox announced this week that the uh, the live streaming service to Twitch has been returned to the dashboard and has been re-engineered to suck less. So if you're somebody uh, out there that's listening that used the Xbox live streaming to Twitch feature in the past and uh, had been missing it, well, it's back and apparently not as shitty as it was before. So for the like 15 to 20 of you doing that, get back out there. Make it happen. With the lifting of the review embargo, Mr. Black Elden Ring, finally a thing. People are downloading it today. The game is out. Uh, it's and out with, in two hours. It's out in two hours. Only, yeah. People are like, preloading it then right now. Yeah, like it's out in an hour and 20. There's, you know, some streamers that got like early access, you know, yes. to milk in this shit. But yeah. Of course. Uh, but yes, with the review embargo lifted yesterday... Uh, it is tracking to be one of the most highly rated, from a critic perspective, games of all time. 
For a, a window of time yesterday on Open Critic, it was the highest rated game of all time after 90 reviews had fi- uh, filed in. Now that 115 reviews are on file, uh, it is averaging 96 on Metacritic. And uh, just for the PS5 version specifically on Metacritic, because Metacritic splits it out into different platforms, uh, after 50 reviews uh, on the PS5 version of Metacritic, it's a 97. That's fucking huge. Like, normally, if it's, like, a relatively early review, people had it for about a week and change, I think. And so, people have been saying, hey, you know, I've had this game, I haven't been able to beat it in its entirety, and most reviewers are saying, you know, 30, 40 hours is about where they landed because they're human beings and need to sleep. So, uh, they got that far. I saw one YouTuber that clearly was drinking Dwayne The Rock Johnson's Zoa Energy Drink, 24 hours a day and cranked out 81 hours before the review. Whoever that is, they're probably under the age of 25 and haven't slept, eaten, and maybe even taken a shit uh, since they got their early review copy. But all the same, most people seem to be clocking between 30 and 40. A couple of outliers in the 40 to 50. That's a lot of time to be playing a game like this as an open world title. I'm sure most of these reviews are accurate enough. It's not my favorite thing when I see people review a game without actually finishing it. I don't mean 100% completion, but you know what I mean, getting through to the end of the game. Uh, But all the same, uh, that's huge review numbers. Uh, puts it up there with uh, with stuff like Breath of the Wild, uh, GTA 4, uh, Super Mario Galaxy, which were some of the highest rated ones that are in the list um, right now uh, of all time. Of course, there are some ones you go backwards in time before there was a lot of publishers giving reviews uh, or publications giving reviews. There could be some others uh, as well. But uh, but yeah, like a Halo uh, or uh, Ocarina of Time, things of that nature. There's you know very highly rated games. But yeah, there you go. So unless unless after the forty hour mark, this game just fucking falls off a cliff. <laughs> it's, Elden Ring is probably game of the year, uh, locked up, and it's only February. Uh, now February was a heavy hitter. I mean, we had a lot of a lot of big games, and I have to say, I feel sorry for Guerrilla Games over there with Horizon Forbidden West because they're getting fucked again. They chose the wor- they chose the wrong release window the second time. They got dicked by Breath of the Wild, and now they're getting dicked by Elden Ring. They need to figure out a better release window. But you know, in fairness to them, who would have thought that they were going to get fucked on in February? It's not exactly the primo fucking release window for a video game. So, I feel bad for him. It's still going to sell well, and ironically, Forbidden West will probably sell more copies than Elden Ring, but all the same, it's still, you know, it takes the thunder right out. For the longest time on social media, it was all about Horizon, and then it's like, hey, Elden Ring is here. The fuck is Horizon? And now everyone's just talking about Elden Ring. Is this, I think you mentioned in the past, you said you might actually be, you might actually consider streaming Elden Ring. Are you still thinking about doing that, especially now that it's doing well? Playing it tomorrow. I already bought it. Oh it's shit! Happened. So are you pre? Can you pre preload it right now? Like, are you preloading it at the moment? I didn't. I didn't preload it. It comes out in another what hour? Few hours? Hour? Couple hours? Minutes? Yeah, oh, okay, so six o'clock I'll probably, our time. I'll probably load it tonight and then I'll play it tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's looking great. Uh, I'm sad that I won't be able to play it for a good chunk of time. Uh, you know, obviously I've got uh, too much on my hands to be able to, to play it, but it will definitely be one of the games that when I do sit down, 
and I'm ready to game again, I'm putting in my dedicated hours, I mean, that's an easy choice, right? Uh, I mean, I've got so much game. It's just between that and Forbidden West, I could lock my ass in a chair for like three fucking months just between two, uh, those two games. And, they're, you know, they both occupy that same genre where it's very easy to just sit down and play it for a long period of time. So, uh, yeah, a little bit uh, excited for that. Do I think it's really a 96? I think it's a 96 for people who are already really big fans of Dark Souls. Um, which is why I'll be interested to see how many YouTube reviewers and stuff that aren't already invested in the Dark Souls universe picking it up. The people that don't have previous muscle memory of playing Dark Souls games from the past and experiencing that game from scratch. Uh, as the series has existed longer and longer, obviously more and more reviewers that have been doing Dark Souls are doing Elden Ring, have this previous experience, they're fans of the franchise, and that's going to skew your shit. It's a bit of a niche situation because those games are so hard on average. Like, if you sit down the average gamer and have them say, hey, go ahead and try and beat Dark Souls. Because people are throwing that controller across the room 35 minutes in, if they make it that far. Uh, so, you know, it, it's... It, it's um, I want to see more reviews or more opinions, especially since it's an open-world game now, from people that haven't already invested so much time in the Dark Souls you know, franchise in the past. How many of those games have you played previously? I can't remember how many of all them you did. You did all of them? You did Bloodborne and all that shit? Beat them all. Oh, there you go. So you're, you're going in ready for battle. You're ready, ready to go. I'm ready. Uh, well, I didn't... I, oops. I, fuck. Uh, okay, there we go. Yep, you're, we're good. Um, <laughs> I, I, didn't, uh, I didn't beat Demon Souls. So like, I've never oh, okay. played Demon Souls. Yeah, no, neither else, did I. Everything else I've played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely, uh, I'm, on one hand, I'm excited, on the other hand, I love, I, like, I love Dark Souls, but I don't, I, like, I, I'd be lying if I said those games don't stress me out, because they totally, the fucking stress is real in those games, uh, and so, like, I want to play it, but I also don't want to be fucking stressed out of my tree the whole time, but I will definitely be giving that, uh, a look-see, but there you go, so far, one of the highest rated games of all time. Uh, Nintendo made a rare acquisition, Mr. Black, this week, as it picks up its longtime partner. Uh, basically 40 years, apparently, these two have been almost exclusively working together. Uh, and this is a video game developer, of course. SRD Co. Uh, something, something that nobody probably ever fucking heard of before, but they've been working with Nintendo or alongside Nintendo for four decades. And Nintendo said, you know what? Why don't we just buy you? Let's get this over with. We've been working together for so long. It's time, it's time to put a ring on it. And so they are. Uh, and now nothing will change because they were already exclusively basically working for Nintendo, except now they're really exclusively working for Nintendo. EA's CEO, Andrew Wilson, believes that the FIFA brand is impeding more than helping at this point, and that it's, and this was a, this is a, a uh, an altered quote, but just insofar as that it's not the exact quote, but he said, it's just four letters on a box signaling that they may drop the name in the future. I have in my notes, I'm going to say that seems like a bold move. What do you think about FIFA as a franchise for EA suddenly being called something else? Do you think that, that in the grand scheme of things, from a branding perspective... That, that that's a good idea, or do you think that that's creating more work for themselves 
to have to rebuild the brand. Obviously, the game will maintain its quality, and, and the FIFA games have been very good for a long time now. But from a brand perspective, when people have been seeing FIFA for fucking how long now, do you think that's a smart move? What do you think? Uh, I mean, they know better than I do. I mean, I uh, from a consumer standpoint. Yeah, from, just from a consumer it's, standpoint. It's, it's probably tougher, but I mean, people get used to it. If the game is good, like, they're going to buy it. Um... I just don't give a shit. I don't play. I don't play FIFA games. I don't care if they call it football. Yeah. Okay. So uh, all right. All right. All right because you, know. you don't care, I want. I want Mister Maximus Black's top three replacement names for FIFA. If EA is going to name it something else, I want the. I want. I want replacement names from Mister Black. What do you got? Uh, we'll call it soccer. Just soccer. Just, Just soccer. EA's. EA's soccer. Soccer twenty twenty three. All right. Uh, okay. Or is that just for North American release, and then in Europe it's football 2023? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. All right. Football okay. 2023. All right. Uh, well, the other one will be called like. Sheesh. Uh, uh, Loot box mania. This had to be a good one. Um. <laughs> And uh, the last one is totally not FIFA. Hey, there you go. I like that. You like that? Definitely or totally not FIFA. EA's totally not FIFA 2023. I'd fucks with that. I mean, I, I really, I, I don't know. I'm kind of partial to the, to just, just the EA soccer 2023. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? I mean, make it simple. Keep it, keep it simple. <laughs> Like what else are you gonna fucking? What call if it's it? just you know what, what if I mean? it's just a white box with the word soccer written across it, and that's like the whole show? I soccer twenty twenty three. It's either that, or you're gonna have to have like the most world's famous soccer player and like name it after them, <laughs> like they did Tiger Woods. You know, I'd have to call it like oh, oh you know, like Ronaldo yeah, or Messi. Like, yeah, like Messi twenty twenty three. You know, then the shit's gonna sell like crazy, right? I mean, look at Tiger Woods. You know what I'm saying? They got to pay him shit tons of money, but it's true. They're probably paying even more for FIFA. EA Sports Messi Soccer 2023. Why not? Just call it Messi 2023 and have a picture of his <laughs> ass on the front. <laughs> kicking a ball. And call it a day. Sounds good. Lock it in. Lock it in. Lock it in. Done. Hey, the man. <laughs> That's all we got for video game news, Mr. Black. So it's time to sell out. Hey patreon.com slash lag tv head on over there right now and uh, throw money at the screen if you can't afford to do so that's okay i'm not judging you maybe a little bit but i'm not judging you that much if you want to want to help out you can just leave a, a comment you can hit the like button you can share the podcast you can uh uh support a sponsor like nordvpn you know you can head on over to nordvpn.com slash ott Use the promo code OTT. Get a 70, I think, what, 73% off right now? Something like that? Let me go Several percents. NordVPN.com slash OTT. Enter. Let's see what we got here. We've got uh, a two-year subscription. Let me see here. Get Nord. Grab the deal. Um, you get a bonus month for free. A massive discount. 
the heck is going on? Which will only be $3.35 a month. Mm. That's it. On a two-year deal. All right? You can head on over there. So huge discount when you use the promo code OTT. Guys, you stay safe. You stay anonymous when you're on the internet. You can watch different regions of Netflix or any other streaming service where you have access to different content. So it's a, it's a cheap way to, uh, to have access to a lot of other stuff. Um, you can watch uh, region block content on the internet as well. You mask your IP. Um, you can hook it up to your router, your smartphone, your TV, your laptop, your Mac, your, your virtually anything. Um, they're fast. If you don't know what a VPN, it's a virtual private network. Um, so you can stream on them, game on them, stream and game at the same time, all that stuff. You guys know the deal by now. So head on over there and pick it up. And with the 30-day money-back guarantee, for whatever reason, you don't like it, it's not doing whatever you thought, get your money back. No questions asked. You got 30 days. So win-win. You support the stream. You support the, the sponsor. You support yourself. It's a NordVPN. W. It's a w. EA Sports NordVPN Soccer 2023. There it is. There it is. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> okay. Which means it's time for... Movies and TV. It's not my favorite choice, Mr. Black, but it's been confirmed that Master Chief will indeed be unmasked in the Halo TV series. It was announced this week. Came out, they saw everyone talking about it online and said, Yeah, we're gonna fuck your dreams up. We're unmasking the bitch. Do something. So there you go. Does it really matter all that much? Not really. It's more about the fact that this show has to, you know, this is similar to the to the Lord of the Rings thing, where they're both going sort of away from canon. They're both trying to amass a fan base outside of just more hardcore uh, people. And I guess in their minds, in order to do that, it makes sense to give a face to the voice uh, for Master Chief. And so that is what we're going to do. I saw a great meme this week where it was Master Chief taking his helmet off and uh, it was Phil Spencer. I think they should just do that. Mm. It's just have Phil Spencer dub the voice over while Phil Spencer talks and just have Phil Spencer be Master Chief. I think, if, I think it works well. I think it works well. What do you think he's going to look like under there? Is he, uh, is he stereotypical white dude, chiseled jaw, blue eyes? No. No? I don't think so. Well, I can go no. find out. Master or Halo Halo TV show. IMDb. Let's see. See what the actor is that plays him. Apparently Don Johnson according to Mark. Mm, Don Johnson? No, it's a guy oh, named Oh, he looks uh, like Don Johnson. It's a guy oh. named Pablo Here's a Bergerber. I don't even know. Is that the official is that the official name? No, that's his that's the actor's name. Pablo Scherzberg's Soccer 2023. Yeah, he's definitely not your <laughs> he's definitely not your standard, you know, he doesn't have blue eyes, he doesn't have Wow, I'm impressed. Just a just a Caucasian Canadian. Oh, it's a Canuck. It's Canuck confirmed. From Columbia. Master Chief is Canadian. Confirmed. It's Canadian. You're yep. welcome, world. Yeah, so anyway. Unless, yeah, no, yeah. Yeah. There it is. Unless, because the, they don't have like a voice a voice actor for one and then another. Yeah, it wouldn't make any sense because it would be yeah. weird. That'd be, that would, that'd that'd be that would tough. Be, it'd be stupid. Yeah. Yeah. 
<clears throat> Chief canonically has brown eyes. Yes, but you're forgetting that everyone is racist. So I was just assuming blue eyes. Uh, I, I thought we were going for the classic German super soldier. But apparently not. And there you have it. Just a Canadian guy. I wonder, if he's gonna, I wonder if he's going to sneak in a Canadian accent. We're going to hear his ootin' boots. Although yeah, if he's, he's from British he's, Columbia, maybe not too, too much? He's been in a lot of war movies, so he's got that standard soldier look. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Is he chiseled? Is he a little chiseled or just haggard looking? Hey, he's not chiseled. No. No? He's not small, but... I, no, I didn't, I, didn't mean, I didn't mean he's jacked. I didn't mean his, his, no. his face. No. No? It's just, he's one of the bros. Amazing. All right, well, other than that, I have Idris Elba announced that he will be stepping back from acting, Mr. Black, to focus more on and pursue more heavily his electronic music. Mm. So if people didn't know this already, Idris Elba's uh, actually relatively deep in the music scene in general across the pond uh, and has dabbled in over the years. Uh, and now I guess he's decided after he's made so much damn money that he wants to just focus on doing that. It's like a passion project. I doubt that means he's suddenly going to stop acting altogether. Uh, but he's definitely, uh, taken some time to, uh, to pursue this, which makes me believe that we will not see him in a well-tailored suit drinking the shaken, not stirred. He's not going to be Bond, I don't think, at this point. Uh, but, uh, but all the same, there you go. I, I've listened to, like, some of his music before. It was, I remember when I first found out that he was doing it, it was like one of those things where we were like, that, that sounds fucking crazy. And it turns out he's not bad. It's pretty good. So if he wants to go do that, all the power to him. Not like he has to fucking do anything else for the rest of his life. Oh. Man is made. Yeah. Do what, do what makes you happy. He's good to go. That's all I had. This list very, it. there's no news this week, really. Oh. The world's been too busy being at war for anything to happen uh so yeah no nothing nothing particularly uh uh crazy this week uh, we, uh you guys watching anything over there uh well we watched all the episodes of um love is blind we got that one one last episode that comes Ooh. out tomorrow i think love is blind or the other or, or something else because i thought you guys weren't watching love is blind no we wa we watched it which one the american one yeah season two okay okay yeah. So uh, we've been watching that. That's a train wreck. And, <laughs> it's a train uh, wreck. Yeah, we're we're actually finishing Loki because believe it or not, we still haven't, we still haven't seen all of it. I stopped I just, watching it. I, I, I like I. It's not that, that was bad. Like yeah, that was like me. I just like my fucksometer for Marvel just in general. Um, yeah, is down. It's low. It's gone down pretty significantly. Although Shang Chi was pretty awesome, um, and uh, Spider Man was was pretty awesome too. And uh, Doctor Strange is looking pretty awesome. Um, maybe, maybe, maybe it's the TV shows that's just not doing it for me. I, I don't know. Uh, but Loki's good. Like the the last uh, we watched two episodes last night. I think we're on episode six now. Mm. Um, it's really starting to pick up, and it's like it's a little more interesting. But at the same time, like I just don't care. Uh, they are either. bringing it back for a second season, as far as I know. Okay, that's well, that's in the yeah. midst of happening. Sure. So anyway, uh, we started. We we continued with that. Caleb brought it up. I was like, all right, fine, I'll watch it. And then it is what it is. So we'll tr we'll try and probably finish that tonight. 
And outside of that, I haven't really been watching a whole lot. I'm probably going to check out the new Scream movie this week. Um, and that's the show. We haven't we haven't we haven't watched anything. Like, yeah. Uh, we uh we watched we had to stop. <laughs> M has this thing that the moment she doesn't like somebody and whatever she's watching, like it could just be one actor or one person if it's a reality TV show, it's just off. Like, they could only occupy the screen for about fucking 10% of the entire episode. It doesn't matter. She just, it's, it's over. So, we, in Love is Blind, uh, the you know, North American version, we got, we got to the point where um, the dude who, I don't remember names, um, the dude who looks like he's constantly on a cocaine binge. Oh, the Shane guy or whatever his yeah, name is? Yeah, yeah, Shane. He's like... He li- yeah. And, and he's yeah. got like his, like this. Then he's uh he's dating the I think she's Korean. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um and uh he yeah, he just looks like he's he's constantly on cocaine. It was got it was around the episode where he was talking with the the, you know, the other girl or whatever on the beach side there and it was like some subversive shit going on and and she was and was like I just can't stand there she's speech that's a bitch and just turned the episode off and that was like the entire that was it that was the show I haven't turned it back on since last night I tried to sneak it in she was like no no we're not watching it and I was like all right fine fuck we won't we got all right fine so maybe eventually she'll cool down Hey. On that shit, and I'll go back to watching, you know, go back to watching it. Uh, but uh, it's the same thing happened in fucking Love is Blind Japan. Got to a point where there was one character who was being like a fucking, like, little, you know, a little bitch. And she was like, oh my god, turn it off! It was fucking turn and then we haven't watched that either, so. Somehow we've gotten through, like, 90 Day Fiance and all this other shit where people are clearly, clearly insane. But for whatever reason, in these two seasons of this fucking show, she can't bring him watching anymore. Maybe, so, maybe, maybe it's just like it's just too. There, there's too much realism where she's just like, "This ain't it." With 90 Day Fiance, it's kind of the whole thing's a bit of a parody, right? It's like, turned to like thing, eleven. It's, yeah, yeah it's, it's like it's so over the top and ridiculous yeah. that like you're watching it for the straight up entertainment and just the craziness of it this love is blind shit is like you these people are desperate man like uh you know you're you you can tell like you know yeah it's reality tv but like at the same time like they're looking for it they're looking for they're looking for it and it's a fucking train wreck and it's hard to watch (laughs) (laughs) it is hard it's it's kind of like sometimes though like some of them Obviously, they're they're all like if you get to a point where you're even willing to do something like that, clearly, you know, you're willing to try damn near anything. Uh, and if you're at that point, odds are you there's a reason why you're probably at that point, and so nobody is safe. But at the same time, some people are clearly far more innocent than others, oh, yeah. and some of them just get fucking wrecked, bro. And I feel oh, yeah. so bad for them because they're like they're actually trying to make it work, and then you got people over there treating it like they just went to the bar and picked somebody up. For like you know a couple of nights or some shit, and it's just yeah. oh, it is Bad. a train wreck. Bad fucking train wreck. Uh, but yeah, all the same. Other than that, man, uh, uh, we watched a couple of like really terrible movies that you know we just, you just turn something on and and it's it could be like some B tier or like D tier movie. Uh, nothing that really stood out uh, this week anyway. A uh, bit of a drought in terms of that. There hasn't been a lot of new releases or anything like that to to pick up on and and check out. So, um, oh, we did watch um, uh, Kingsman or whatever because that went that got oh. onto onto Disney Plus, like the which original I, Kingsman. I think with, is uh, that 
With well, the... it was 2021, so is that supposed to be a prequel? Oh, that was, yeah. I think that's the prequel. Of that's like the, the lead up to it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. yeah. It was I pretty good. It was, yeah, here was okay. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. You know, the uh, uh, it, it's they all have a very the Kingsman. If I had, I have to give you know give it to that that series because it's not like the premise is particularly unique, but the way that it's shot. Has a you you can tell you're watching a Kingsman movie. It's very specific. I don't know who the director is and if it's the same one for all of them. Uh, but either way, they have a very specific feel. You know when you're watching a Kingsman movie. Uh, and uh, yeah, it was you know it was well done. It the only thing I can say, and it's not that I didn't enjoy it, but about an hour and a half in, we paused it because you know Em had to go upstairs for something. I looked at it and I said, "That's the longest hour and a half of my fucking life." <laughs> Like not because it was, yeah. I wasn't like not enjoying myself, but I was like, man, it feels like I've been watching this movie. Yeah, we for almost, fucking hours. Last night I almost watched um, "Don't Look Up," but it was like, like oh. I, was, I was both depressed. Play <laughs> and and it's it's like two hours and twenty five minutes, and it was like eight thirty, and I was like, ah, I don't know. And Kayla's like, why don't we just watch Loki? I said, okay, fine. So we throw on Loki, but I'll probably watch uh, "Don't Look Up" by the time Thursday comes around. Actually, I yeah. won't be here. Shit, that's right. I'm no, going to Vegas. yeah, you're going to yeah. Vegas. Yeah, there won't be. Well, if you're doing a podcast, it'll just be. It'll just. I'll be see you, how but, I feel. Yeah, but I won't. I might. Be, I, I might yolo here. a yolo solo one. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, no. Otherwise, next week we'll have to see how that plays out. Yeah. Anyway, that's it. That's it. There's no. There's no news this week, ladies and gents, which means it is time to. Oh, hold on. It's time to move on to Tech Support. Patreon.com slash lag TV if you want to help financially support this podcast. Keep this shit going and uh, help me actually finish the work on my house before I go completely broke. Each and every week, $10 or more gets you a couple of perks. Chiefly, at this time, that's Tech Support, where you get to ask questions on a post I put up before the podcast each and every week, except for last week because I forgot. And we answer as many of those in the time that we have here live and for you. Mm. I feel like we just had a podcast. Where did this last week go? Bro, I, I, I closed I, my eyes, woke up, and it was Thursday. What the fuck? <laughs> I feel like we just had a podcast like two nights ago. Some weeks are really bad for that. And like I wake up or, or it'll be Wednesday. And in my head, it's Tuesday. And I'm like, where the fuck did a day go? We have a podcast tomorrow. Yeah. And just like my brain melts. Yeah. Uh, okay. Super Kami Guru asks, excuse me. Everyone loves arcade games. What game did you dump the most coins into growing up? Mmm. Arcade game. Um, Dance Dance Revolution. Oh, yeah, you did. You did go hard on the Dance Dance. For sure. Um, if I had to choose like a non-dance dance, like an actual like cabinet, um, I would say um, uh, I would go with X-Men. Mm, the beat-em-up. Like a, like a beat-em-up, yeah, like the yeah. side-scrolling type uh, thing. You've got um, that on your, uh, your cabinet down the hall. I do, yeah. And uh, the reason why is because when I was younger, there was a convenience store that was like maybe a 10-minute walk, and they had that cabinet in there and it was all back then it was only 25 cents but like we would we would go down there and play the you know three or four friends and we'd just 
dump quarters into that thing over and over and over again. So uh, I would I would probably pick that. But Dance Dance Revolution took all the monies, and that wasn't like a cheap thing to play either. So like you'd you'd like the oh, Dance Dance, Dance was like two dollars or a yeah, dollar like, or something. Started at the dollar and then like over the years went up to two bucks. And then after that, it didn't even take coins, and it, you had to like swipe cards and shit, and it was even more than two dollars. <laughs> yeah, you know, like it's crazy. The people using that for weight loss. It was like going to the gym as a membership. After a while, it was so expensive. I, listen, if I could buy one of those cabinets, like one of the real deal cabinets, and I could get one for like three grand, uh, I I would probably buy a five thousand dollar cabinet. If it was totally customizable and like I could put on whatever songs I want and like mm. you know I I would I would dump that kind of money but it would have to be like the real deal you know like yeah for sure no knockoff shitty ass I think you can get that done you can you you can get you can get them built they ain't not cheap. for that much money they ain't cheap and the shipping and everything on them bro it ain't. Well, think about what they're fucking shipping, bro. Even if you dismantle that bitch. Yeah. Like, you'd almost have to get lucky and buy buy one from a local arcade that's, like, going under. Yeah, when it's shutting down. And, and like, modify it or whatever. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. for sure. Um, I would say, for me, uh, man, Golden Axe, I think, was the one I dumped the most into. Um, And it's funny because... You know, I didn't spend a lot of time in arcades, um, or if I did, I was just watching, like, everyone else spend their money on the arcades, because I was never, like, super, super into it. Every now and then, I'd hop in and, and maybe play, like, some cruising, you know, USA or some shit, uh, but I was never, like, super big in, in into the arcade stuff, but in one summer, I sp- it had to have been, like, fucking $200 in quarters, on Golden Axe, it was White Point Beach Lodge when I was like seven, eight years old. And it was me and my cousin Ben. And we would just get all the money that we could out of our parents in the mornings, go over. They had the buffet breakfast. You have your buffet breakfast. And then you'd walk right into the uh, the games room. And uh, there would be nobody else in there at that hour in the morning except for old people playing shuffleboard. And then there was in the, in the corner, this dark, dingy, fucking dirty-ass corner, they had this cabinet of Golden Axe. And we would sit there... And I don't think we ever got past like stage two. Uh, it's tough, but uh, but we played a shitload of Golden Axe, and so that was probably uh, that was probably the the one for me. I would say. Uh, we also the only thing in the arcade you and I did a lot of too was that stupid punch bag, fucking oh, yeah. thing. Yeah, that was, you, uh, you, that was a fun you loved one. that fucking. I love that fucking yeah, thing. Yeah, me, I don't give a fuck about that game. But every time we were there and you'd see it, you'd have to fucking. I have the to shit hit that, that thing. thing. Yeah. That's right. I clearly had to get the anger out of my body, and that was the only, my only outlet was punching that thing. Um. Mmm. Phil asks, who is the most, or what is the most, memorable video game boss you ever came up against in a video game? Top three if you've got three. Oh, Solgrim's number one. That's right. from uh, that's from my Bashi? wanna be the uh, wanna uh, Is it Bashi. the guy or yeah, Bashi? No, Bashi. Okay. Yeah. Um, that shit. <laughs> bro, bro. I remember. I remember that whole saga. That was a. That was. A, that was a saga for sure. Jesus, that, that was is, rough. That is the hardest thing I've ever done in gaming ever, and the and it's not just. It's it's on an it's on multiple levels of hard. Like not oh, only, yeah. Not only is it mechanically tough, but like it requires a lot of memory. Um, 
you know, to the point where you'd have to know what pixel to jump on and stand in for very specific things or you're just dead. And then, like, you have to have the reaction time and you have to put in the hours and hours and hours. Like, we're talking what it takes you to beat Elden Ring is what it, like, the entire game is <laughs> like, like take to beat one to boss. Beat yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's crazy. That is the hardest boss ever. I, I don't know if there's a harder boss in any game history you I, definitely I, got fucked by sonic uh when that happened well, too. i got fucked pretty hard up by sonic but i didn't yeah. spend as nearly as much like i literally took a break from boshi when i got to Solgrim because i it just it, it was tough like, at least with sonic, like i just grind it out grind it out grind it out grind it, eventually get it whether it's days later or whatever but Solgrim was like dude that shit is crazy <laughs> So, yeah, that's number one, two, and three, man. There is no harder boss in video game history. You know what's depressing? And I say this because, uh, I only say this, I think, because I've been watching so many videos on speedruns lately. Like, that's like my downtime. I'm eating dinner or something. I've been watching uh, some videos on that. And, uh, like, the history of speedruns for certain games. And what I do remember is, like, watching, you know, people speedrunning Boshi. And some of them, like, never getting hit once for the entire run. And it just makes you feel like such a fucking cuck. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> I don't know how they do it, man. It's just... Well, what it is, is just muscle memory. Well, it's muscle just- memory. But, bro, I could muscle memory my ass for 20 years. Ask me if I'm ever getting through that fucking game as smooth as they're doing it. Not a chance in hell. It's a special breed. Um, man. Iconic bosses. Top three. Um... I'm going to say the one that popped into my head first was Artorius from Dark Souls. Uh, not necessarily because it was the hardest boss in Dark Souls, and I, I don't think I was stuck on him any longer than, you know, other bosses. But just from a memorable standpoint, it was such an awesome, epic fight. He was, uh, he's my favorite character in all of Dark Souls. Such an uh, amazing um, uh, amount of artwork put into that guy, and... and uh, and and very different from almost every other boss that you fight in Dark Souls. And I remember even more so because the way I beat it was eventually I ran in naked with nothing but a spear and the grassroot shield for, for stamina regeneration and just beat him basically ass naked because I was getting slapped around too much with slow rolls uh, before that. And uh, it was it was one of those feelings where when you do it, and it wasn't like a, a really long run, probably like eight hours or, or, or so to beat him, I think, maybe at that point, maybe somewhere in there. You just feel fucking incredible on the other side when you conquer some shit like that. Uh, so definitely, definitely he's up there. Um, other memorable bosses. Oh, boy. Uh, I won't say it's a boss. But I'll say, like, an end part of the game, because there's no real bosses in it, but the last stage in Halo Combat Evolved, when you're in the Warthog and you're going through everything, and, and it's, you know, the, all the enemies everywhere, and shit's just blowing up all over the place, and, and you're losing fucking foe hammer, and all that stuff happens, uh, you know, that's, uh, that's a very memorable uh, sort of Halo boss, if you will, I suppose. Put it on Legendary, everything's a boss in fucking Halo. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, that for sure. And then, um, man, what, if there was a third, if there was a third, what would I go with? Uh, man, like memorable. I don't know if I've got another one just off the top of my head. No, you know what? I'll go with this one. 
because I was, I was when I was a kid. Um, I'll say the memorable one for me when I I, I first got my N sixty four, and I was playing uh, Mario sixty four. And I remember first getting up to the King Bomb Bomb up at the far top of like the first level. Mm. Uh, not, <laughs> not hard, not hard, but like memorable, like memorable, yeah. uh, for me, uh, you're just as a kid and you get to the top of that mountain for the first time. And maybe you found out that when you step inside of the alcove, you can actually skip like half the run up the mountain and shit like that. You get to the top and it's like your first, your first boss, your first 3d yeah. platforming experience. They like, they very, very much, uh, memorable for, uh, for me, for sure. Dude, what a game that was, man. And still is. That it game still is. is so crazy good. It is. And when you just think about being a kid and playing Mario 64 for the first time, I even have that same feeling with Donkey Kong 64. I It mm. was the same, like, it's the same feel. It's almost a carbon copy of a game, but with bananas and yeah. know, different characters. Yeah, yeah. And, and as a kid, like, that is so memorable. And then playing those games today, they're, they still hold. Like, it's crazy <laughs> Dude, How DK64 amazing. is huge, too. Like, they took the collectathon a little too seriously. It was like, you had Mario 64, then you had Banjo, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, that was a, a even bigger collectathon. And then yeah. DK64 came out, yeah. and nutty. they said, fuck it, just everything... Yeah. And the and kitchen you sink. the expansion pack. Like there was a, it was a big deal, man. Donkey Kong sixty four. I remember that shit, man. That's true. Uh, that's good. Times. That's very true. Good times. Um, Eves, what was your favorite lag TV versus series? Said I miss uh, oh, Niki Mar- versus Kart, man. Mario. Mar- <laughs> Come on. Come on. Is there a better? Is there a better episode? That godforsaken fucking Coco yeah. Mountain. Yeah, bro. Mar- the Mario Kart is my favorite, man. I lost 10 years of my life. <laughs> I was just trolling, man. Oh, the it troll was-, was so... The fact that you even managed to get the right fucking items to knock me off the track like four fucking consecutive times four was times. beyond me. I was I was so tilted. Uh, that's definitely a top one. Um, Cho and Iki was yeah, was great because it was too. so fucking absurd. Like, it, none of it made any sense uh, for sure. Um, Resident Evil Five was pretty fun because yeah. it was so it was it, it, Resident Evil Six was torture, but Five Five was a bad like I know some people that will will die on the hill that Resident Evil Five was actually a really good video game. I don't know I don't, that. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. But it wasn't as bad as Six. Yeah. Uh, and uh, there was there you know, we had there was there was a lot of good uh, good laughs in in Resident Evil Five, so that was pretty uh pretty fun. Uh, didn't, uh, oh, Ornstein and Smo, Man, that's probably not a bad pick either for, like, bosses. Uh, and again, it's a Dark Souls thing. I mean, Dark Souls is, oh, you know what I should have said? Alright, Ornstein and is a good one. And then another one would be the first boss in, that you come up against, um, in, um, um, oh, fuck me. No, I'm not gonna think of the name. My bra- uh, Shadow of the Colossus. Mm. First oh, boss, yeah. you come because you have you don't know, especially like if you played it and you had no previous. You just see the box art, you read the back, you kind of have a vague idea of what you're getting into, and you have no fucking clue what you're getting into. And you get to that first area, you climb up, you're learning your mechanics, and that's all it gives you. The game literally just gives you a cliff to climb. It's like oh, okay, you know what you're doing now. Here's right, a boss. Um- and then it, like, fills the entire fucking screen. 
and you're looking up and you're like, what in the shit am I supposed to do against this monolith? Um, so that for sure is definitely a very memorable, uh, boss. And then, yeah, Ornstein and Smo. um, Ornstein and Smo was one of those weird ones where, where depending on the player, you either beat Ornstein and Smo really quick or you, or you just couldn't fucking get around like usually it was Smo on the back end he'd like sit on your fucking head or some shit do his bullshit uh hammer nonsense i beat ornstein Smo my first attempt and i got my ass wiped by like bosses that are way easier than or than ornstein Smo. but for whatever reason i was on one it's like that's what you're like in in boshi or in you know, any hard game sometimes you're just you're in the zone and like you're fucking, you're in, you, you can, like you don't, you pay attention to nothing else. Your brain is so focused and you just pull off some crazy shit. And then you can come up against something that's way easier and you just get spanked like fucking over and over again. Ornstein and Smo for me, I was in the fucking zone. Uh, Kenny Loggins, if it could have been playing in the background, would have been great. Uh, having that shit constantly going on in the background. But yeah, beat, beat that shit in the first attempt. And then other bosses that other people were like, Oh, this is easy, Adam! And I walk in the room and I just get my shit kicked for like fucking seven hours straight. Uh, it's just kind of the magic of Dark Souls. But yeah, d- that's definitely another one. That's one of the bosses that everyone says is like a skill check in Dark Souls. You walk through that door and it's like the first time I think you see two, technically two bosses at the same time. Uh, and you know how hard all the bosses previously are if there's only one of them, and you're like, fuck, now there's two? <laughs> so yeah, that's definitely uh, another another good one. The wor- One of the worst things about that one, though, is that when you're running to Orenstein and Smo, you can do it pretty easily, but it's one of those, like, it was one of those, um, uh, you know, doorways where enemies could still hit you through the door. And if you rolled or you were trying to escape from Ornstein and Smo mid-battle, you could get your shit, like, poked from behind the fucking, like, cloud door, and it was already hard enough, and you're getting your shit kicked from through a door that they're not supposed to be able to attack you through. It's just brutal. Um, oh, that's true. Gargoyles is technically before Ornstein and, and, and Smo. That's, that is true. That, that is a multiple, um, a multiple one. Uh... But nowhere near as difficult as fucking Ornstein and Smo. That that Ornstein and Smo were a, a challenge. Um, yeah. So as far as like the the series though, you know what? It, it wasn't a lag TV versus, but Shadow of the Colossus. We played it together. That was fun. But I, I mean, we played, literally one night. It was six yeah. six thirty in the morning. I went home, and and it was a combination of I've never been that tired in my life. And I'd also never laughed that hard in my life because we were so tired. Every time we say take her for a rip there, bud, we both cry cry. It wasn't even funny, but we cried yeah. laughing anyway. Yeah, we're just overtired, man. Way we're overtired. Like ass. We we're fucking playing that game all <laughs> night, all fucking day. It's if you haven't seen that, I think it's still on Jeff's YouTube oh, channel. Yeah, the whole playthroughs up there. You should definitely watch that shit. Yeah. Uh for sure. Um what Mark Furry asks, what small appliance confuses you the most? And then he asks me, has M picked out a rice cooker yet? Uh, we, ha- I think we have a rice cooker here somewhere, but we also have a pressure cooker that you can use as a rice cooker. And so if I can tell her to just use that, because there's so many appliances, it just gets fucking stupid. But, um, what small appliances or appliance confuses you the most? A pressure cooker actually fucking scares me. 
Like, it's just the, the, the thing, even though it's a very small chance, you can fuck yourself up with a pressure cooker, and so, like, I'm when I use it, I treat it like I'm defusing a bomb. I'm part of the bomb squad, the fucking police department, and I'm, like, touching buttons from, like, fucking 15 My, feet away. I, I, I would say an air fryer is, like, black magic to me, man. I, uh, <laughs> I, I, you know, I know how it we works. We got one of those, like, too! Oh, yeah, fuck, we use air fryer all the time. All the time. All the time. Um... But yeah, no, that that shit's black magic. That is true. It is black magic. And thank God, because you can still enjoy fried foods without having like 14 gallons of fucking oil yeah. all up in your you shit. You cook literally anything, man. You cook steaks, oh, yeah. fucking chicken, fucking, like, you throw everything in there and she just cooks it. Or And it's the best to reheat. Instead of using micro- microwave, you've got, like, good leftovers from the night before. Like, say you got fish and chips or something. Instead of putting that shit in the microwave and have it soggy as fuck, throw that bitch in the air fryer for a minute. And Boom. that's just like crispy again. Have you done pizza reheated in the air fryer? Oh yeah, we we've cooked pizza in the air fryer, like little mini pizzas. Put them right in that bitch. Okay, all right. I'm excited now. I haven't had a chance to use it yet because we don't have our place yet. But I don't eat that stuff anymore though because uh, you oh know, you can't. Uh, my shit's all fucked up. Doctor was <laughs> like, "Hey man, I think you got IBS, and I think you're I think gluten's fucking you up." And I was like, "Okay, let me try that out." I w- I went to the grocery store. I spent half a million dollars in new groceries <laughs> just for me. <laughs> Gluten-free, lactose-free, and my stomach has done a complete 180. There I you go. Had, I have had zero stomach pain in the last three days. Zero. None. You've so unlocked I'm, the magic. It's it's actually crazy. Like uh, I I took a regular shit the other day. Like that was like a that was like a that's a, a that's a, a that was a W. It smelt regular. It was a regular <laughs> ass shit. Didn't come out my asshole like fucking faucet. Um, <laughs> It's good times, man. It sucks because, like, I can't, I can't. Well, I can't, if, I can't if you're lucky, and- you'll do, you'll be like me, where you'll have to do that for a period of time, and then you might be able to slowly reintroduce certain foods again. Yeah. Slowly is the key word. Uh, bro, I'm not, I went through hell for the last, like, six months. I'm, I'm literally eating pure organic, I'm, you know, within six months, I'm probably going to look like a completely different person. You're going to be like, what the <laughs> fuck have you been doing with, bro? I'm just not eating gluten. I'm not eating dairy, and I, dude, I bought um. We got, we I got like gluten free and lactose free pizza. One, yeah. I got two of those. Uh, one of them tastes like ass. The other one's pretty good. Uh, but the the big W was um. We got gluten free ice cream, or not gluten free, but uh lactose uh free ice cream. Oh, lactose free ice cream is fine. Is fire. Bro, that shit was. That shit was better than the the other shit I was eating. Well, you know why? Because it tastes sweeter because of how they have to treat it for lactose. And so it actually sweetens it up. It's like buying lactase milk or like lactose-free milk. It tastes sweeter because of how they have to treat that shit. Yeah, man. You know? uh, that 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 shit's amazing. Um, like, I'm, I'm eating ice cream out of the fucking container. That's how good it is. So, uh, yeah, that, that, that's been my life for the last three days. I'm pretty much sticking with it. Uh, for a while anyway and then i'll probably oh, yeah. try and eat a little bit of dairy to like see you know or like it's some cheese and stuff to see what happens but man, yeah if, if the moment i feel my stomach doing some dumb shit again man i'm cutting it sh- i don't i don't know i i went when when lactose intolerance hit me when i was like 24 or whatever i went for fucking fucking hell uh what three years four years of being strict about it and yeah. even if it was a small amount of uh, of dairy that I couldn't avoid, lactose pills. Yeah. And, um, or lactate. 
and uh, and and, you know that kept it in check. Now, many years later, I can I can get away with certain amounts of dairy. So like if I sit down and I eat pizza, the amount of cheese on that pizza and the type of cheese on the pizza. It, I, it might not be. I might not be thrilled about it, but I'm not going to shit fucking bricks or yeah. shit water uh, and be upset about it uh, like 15, 20 minutes later. Whereas before, that would have just fucking destroyed my life. Yeah. The only thing I still take these pills for is if it's like really heavy in cream specifically. So uh, ice cream, I still use it for, or if it's a dessert that's like that's just heavy in like condensed milk or things like that, or has whipped cream uh, cream in it, then yeah, I still take it. Yeah. Otherwise. That stuff I can still get away with. If I want to put like some cheese on my pasta again, I can get away with that shit, things of that nature. But yeah, you got to give your body touching, some time. I ain't touching any of it for a while, man. I'm gonna tell you that right now. I feel such relief. Like I was such oh. a miserable fucking asshole for oh yeah, like months on like December. Like you didn't even want to be around me. I guarantee it, bro. I was so fucking salty all the time, man. So uncomfortable. <laughs> well, it's and, a freaking. Uh, you're constantly uncomfortable, and you just don't. It got yeah. to the point where I wake up in the morning and the first thing on my mind is like, okay, how's my stomach today? And then I'd feel it and be like, fuck me, man. I'd be so mad, bro. I I went and spent seven hundred dollars on a on a godforsaken uh, ultrasound because I didn't yeah, want to yeah. fucking wait. I was like, bro. I told I, I I was like, man, I'll pay any amount of money <laughs> to, to just not feel like this right now. I don't care. Like they could have been like, bro, you to me ten thousand dollars to figure this out. I'd be like, take it. Like, Done. That's it. That that's it. Let me write this check for you right now. I this but, That's how uh, I've yeah, been no. feeling about my legs for all this time is I'm just like fucking like I wake up in the morning. I'm like, how do I feel today? Yeah, no, it's not. And a, it's constantly it's not on my mind. Yeah, yeah no, you know, it's, it's, a, it's anything chronic like that is the fucking worst. Uh, what is this? Dr. Samurai says and asks, I had a girlfriend from Michigan that claimed Tim Hortons started in Michigan. Showing her that she was wrong did nothing to change her opinion. Have you ever had someone claim something that you knew was bogus? How did you respond? And likewise, do you ever, or have you ever claimed something you knew was bogus and immediately got caught? The the latter? Probably. Do I have an example off the top of my head? No, but that's almost a guarantee. Uh, but have I ever known somebody? Yeah, absolutely. Shit, have you ever been on Facebook? Fuck yeah, me. Bro. Everybody's I, fucking full of shit these days, man. Fuck's sakes. I, I... I just I, hate people, man, in general. I'm just like, <laughs> bro, like, you know, I, I've got, I've got, like, a handful of friends in my life, and I pretty much just don't like a lot of fucking people. I find every year my Facebook friends... It just it lower goes, and lower. It goes down by at least twenty to fifty, and now if I get rid of twenty or fifty, that's like fifty percent of my friends on Facebook. So like, you know, it, we're we're getting lower and lower. Everybody's just fucking full of shit all the time. Everybody's so fucking fake. Uh, I don't give a fuck about what people are really doing. Uh, I just like I'm at the point now. It's just it's just noise, man. Um, and I, I think it's just because you just see so much bullshit. Like, and I see through everything now. Like, because I'm older now, you know, like 10 years ago, a little different, younger, 25, chilling. Even then, I was starting to get irritable with people, like, on social media and Facebook and stuff. You know, now when I see it, man, I just remove people. Like, that's, that's the thing. Is like, same with when I'm on Twitter. And Twitter just loves. And it's like, that, Twitter's like one of the social media things that I'm on every day. Like, just... 
it's like part of my life. You know, I just like go scroll through Twitter. It's come on my fucking feed. And I, and I hate it basically every time I do it because like there's tons of shit on there. I don't give a fuck about. I'm not following 90% of the stuff that they're fucking regurgitating into my face. So what I do is I just block people. I'm just constantly blocking people all the time. I probably look like a fucking, like a prick. Like if somebody would go to my profile and they're just randomly blocked, it's like, don't take it personal. I just don't care about you. Like, I don't follow you. I don't know why I, I have like, there's like some famous streamers and like famous, like, uh, you know, in influencers that like, I sh- I'm sure are perfectly good people. They have nothing against them personally. I just don't care about you. And so, like, I have to block you because people around me that I follow are, like, liking your phone. Fo- it's not even likes anymore. It's, like, uh, Adam and Miyagi follow this person. follow this person. So now you get to see his or her shit. I'm like, bro, what the fuck? And the ones out there that are fucking, that are, that are, that, I got to be careful with my, my use of words here on Twitch. But the ones out there that are fucking thirsty as shit. And you're out there liking every fucking tit pic that you see on Twitter. I'm just blocking every chick I see, and it, and I don't want to fucking hear the shit where people are like, you know, where 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 there's guys and girls mainly that are like, oh, what are you scared of boobs? Did a boob scare you? It's like no, I just like I'm I'm chilling, man. I don't need to be laying in bed next to my wife, just scrolling through social media, and she or looks like just over being in public. Tits and ass and fucking literal porn on my feeds. Dude, dude, like, you know what's you know, like, like same thing. Twitter itself is bad about it. They'll be like, hey, do you want because you know how they have like topics, right? Like video games or politics yeah, or yeah. whatever. Dude, all these fucking I'm calling them e thoughts. And I like it's not that straight you up. shouldn't do it if you want to do it. Yeah, straight make up. your make your money, but make you're your an e thought. Own it. Look. They, what they do is they go on and they'll say something very specific to a topic, like like a video game related, or politics, and it will have nothing to do with politics. It's just a tit picture, or like them in some lingerie, yeah. in a mirror, with the LED strips in the background, like every other fucking one of them. And then it's like, hey, you might like this topic as politics, but it's a picture of that. I'm like, what yeah. about this is politics? Yeah, seriously. Or like they'll say, looking for Valorant duo, and it's just like fucking, you know. Yeah. Will you be my duo? Will you be my Valorant duo? Here, let me show you my great-grandchildren that haven't been born yet. Seriously, man. It's just like, dude, and then I don't even say anything on Twitter anymore because, like, there's been a few times, like, years ago where I would write, like, I don't don't need to. uh, Why? Like, why? Right? I'll call, like, I'd call them on. And then I have a bunch of fucking white knights be like, bro! It's boobs, man. <laughs> What's your problem, man? Who don't like boobs? You know, and then the girls that are like, you know, uh, you know, the e-girls that are supporting the other e-girls and stuff. Yes, they're like, girl, you look shame so fucking them. hot. You look so fucking hot. <laughs> and then I'm like, uh, you know, I, I'm thinking to myself, for one, you don't look that hot. Like, you look like I instantly, I, I don't know if it's the dad in me or what, but I instantly think of their parents. And I'm like, man, like, if that was my sister... And th- and I saw that shit on Twitter, man. I'd I'd text her. I'd be like, "Come on, stop this madness!" <laughs> like, uh, you know, stop this madness. Listen, if you're making your money, you make your money. But that's where I'm at, man. That I I just like I don't know. And it's listen, guys. I'm a man. I love I love beautiful women. All right. I love boobs. Okay. I'm more of an ass man. But I'm gonna be honest. I like them both. And there's tons of ass on my feed. 
It's not saying I don't like everything. I just don't need to see it. Like I don't listen. If I want to go see some ass and titties, I'll go to I'll go to Pornhub. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't need I don't need to go on my Twitter feed. If I want to go rub one out, I'm not gonna do one to an e girl on Twitch. I'm gonna I'm gonna go and watch what I want to watch, right? Like it just I don't get turned on and horny from seeing these photos. I just don't, uh, and it becomes more of an annoyance. And it's like it's weird. Like if I'm hanging out with my son. And I'm just chilling. He's sitting there playing on his little laptop, and I'm scrolling through my phone. And there's titties all over the place. Like, I, I just, I just remove it. I don't know. Dude, Man, dude maybe I was I'm a saying, bad guy. I don't know what it is, but I'm, I'm just not. I don't. I, I don't know. I get it. I get it. I do. I think I mentioned this podcast before, but when we were in IKEA, and I was sitting at the in the in the kitchen design area where they have you sit at a computer and use their thing, and then they have a, a, a service representative come over and like finalize the order sheet and shit with you. And while I was waiting for them to finish up the order sheet, and they're right next to me on the next computer, like fucking like a foot and a half next to me. And I'm like, uh, I've got some time. So I open up my phone to Twitter and I press the home button to refresh my feed. And the top thing is just a, because they don't even crop anymore. Like Twitter got rid of cropping. So it's just a full blown fucking E thought on the top of my feed. And it was like, maybe you would like crocheting. And I'm like, what? And I'm like, I'm like, I have my phone. I'm like, oh shit, fuck! I, I, I like try to turn my phone off. I press like six buttons. I accidentally take a screenshot because the fucking stupid Samsung Bixby button is there. I'm like, I fuck. Because I'm in public. Oh, like, what are you doing I don't need to, to me? See this. Yeah, I don't need like, to I see that I shit. Like, if I wanted it. to, I'd go. I'd seek it out actively. I don't yeah. need you to s- deliver me what you think is like related to fucking these topics yeah. in which they have nothing to do. It's going to sound crazy, man. It's, this is going to sound crazy, and this is going to kind of sound like I'm a bit of a hater. And trust me, guys, I'm not. I'm all for the hustle. Listen, man, if there's an e-chick making fucking hundreds of thousands of dollars a month or millions of dollars a year... I wish shit, I could make that. Shit, if they're making $5,000 a month, man, and they paying their bills... And do they, it. You know, do it. Like, you know, I'm I just don't want to see it. I just don't want to see it. I'm not signing up for it. I'm not on your OnlyFans page. Like, I, I, if I wanted to, I'd go, I'd, go, I'd go and get it. But I, honest to God, this is not this is not even me being a hater. This is this is the truth. If I was hooked up to a lie detector test right now, shit would be truthful as fuck. I would much <laughs> rather them target me for ads for like fucking virtually anything, clothing, uh, electronics, uh, fucking. I, I don't give a shit. You know, fucking wealth, simple. Anything that makes give sense. Me anything that makes sense. I, I don't need you to push this stuff on me all the time. You know, it's very rare. I would say like once I, I out of, out of uh, I probably see 50 of these photos a day. No joke. And there might be two in there where I actually scroll back and I go, oh, okay. And then I just be above them about my day. It's rare. I mean, it's rare. I, listen, it is what it is. So yeah, uh, social media. I don't know how we got there. But I don't even know how we got there, but it's true. I don't know how it's- we got there. But when it comes to social media, man, I just, I'm... I basically, uh, I can't. It, it's just a good thing that that M isn't like a hyper jealous type, and she understands social media because she spends so much time on it. Is that like even for girls and their feeds for like Instagram and shit? It's basically just you know what Instagram is. It's porn disguised as exercise advice. Oh, it's softcore porn for sure. It's just like you know, this post is actually about about you know doing glute bridges, but uh, unfortunately, I'm also going to show you. Every single pore on my labia. 
Yeah, While I do it, clicks, man. It's all about clicks. Slow motion, this, d- these w- dances that they do, and like the they they're like mouthing, uh, saying non-existent for lyrics and stuff, and yeah. like it's just so cringe, man. It's, it's so it's it's so, so fucking cringe. <laughs> but hey, I'm a 35 year old fucking married man that has accepted his fate. As this will be the only vagina I'll be in. Maybe for that's the rest it. Maybe, of my life. maybe we're 18. We want to see all that shit is, showing man. up on my feed, hey, you know? I'll admit it. Hey, I'll admit it, man. If I was a single guy, listen, I I am so grateful that I have a wife and I've been in a relationship for like fucking 12 or 13 years because I'd already been in a lot of trouble by now. I, I'm just gonna be <laughs> honest with you. So, you know, I've I've just accepted my my reality, and maybe subconsciously I'm trying to remove all of the temptation out of my life complete. Maybe that's part of it. Hey, I'm not, hey, I'm human. But at the same time, I'm actually getting annoyed. So like, uh, you know, maybe it started as that and now I'm just like jaded, but I'm just old now. I'm just old. I'm old. Hey, Jeff. Yeah. This comes from A. Dent. Not Harvey Dent, but his, his brother Aiden. I had my 30th birthday during COVID, womp womp, looking to make up for it this year and travel to Vegas. So that sounds vaguely familiar. Mr. Black, what are some must-see things to do in Vegas? Also, should I go see Shania Twain or not? Of course you should. Shania Twain. I think that'd be a good show, to be honest. Shania Shania Twain's probably fire show. Yeah, I'm I'm not a massive Shania Twain fan, but I listen, man. If the tickets, especially if you're going with a spouse, you say he's going with his with his girl or with a guy. I don't know. Uh, Is he is he going by? I don't fucking know. know. Didn't didn't stipulate, but I don't I I don't think it matters. You go you go see Shania Twain. I mean, would I go to Shania Twain by myself? Probably not. Would you go to Celine Dion by yourself? Yes, I would. Um. But I I didn't go to Celine Dion by myself. I went with Coltrane. That's true. Um, and it was it was an experience um, that him and I will share for the rest of our lives. <laughs> um, and I definitely cried during that show. And the show was amazing. Listen, it was an emotional. I'm just show. envisioning Coltrane because all I see in my head with Coltrane is him power puking outside of her fucking uh, hotel freaking door at three o'clock in the morning during no, Anaheim. No, no, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, Coltrane, Coltrane's crazy. Um, <laughs> but uh, but he he he's he, he he's got the same taste as me, and he's he's in love with Celine Dion. I'm a huge Celine Dion fan. When we saw that shit, mm. there was a bond there, man. It was there was there was a bond. <laughs> Um, and, uh, yeah, that shit was incredible. So listen, uh, go to the, the best thing that you can do is, I mean, if you got a Vegas show, for example, and it's a famous artist or entertainer or whatever, and you fucks with them, but like, you're not a massive fan. Mm. If you can go with somebody that is a big fan. It'll and elevate you, your experience. El- oh, yeah. Because, like, you know, you're excited for them, and then you're realizing, like, oh. And then you can you can cheer and, and, and have fun, but you're not going to cheer and have as much fun as the other person, so you don't feel awkward. So you're not, like, kind of overdoing it, you know? Um, but then it, they're it, so excited. They'll get you excited because they're excited, up. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, you know, Celine Dion, like, Coltrane and I, we both knew all the songs. We knew all the words. Who was Jack you know? and who was Rose? <laughs> oh man, dude, we were we we were both broke, man. 
we were, we were rose we were rosen hard, man. dude it was so emotional man that was like her comeback right after her husband and her brother oh, died right yeah, man, yeah yeah oh my god they had they had these like um they they had this video that they played uh, right before she came out and then she mm. came out and she was crying and I was like, Oh my God. And then she just starts singing and she's singing with so, emo so much emotion. Of course. And, yeah. And, and then they've got these pictures, like these still pictures of her and her husband together and oh, her, her, and her brother and stuff. And I'm like, Oh man, everybody in the, in the Coliseum is just like done. And it was just, it was <laughs> such a good, it was like such a, a therapeutic and like a, like a, it's 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 hard to explain. I was transported. That <laughs> that was the best concert I've ever been in in my life. Now, I haven't gone to many concerts, but like just the talent and the hmm. the emotion and the the vibe. And you're in Vegas, and you're in Tenacious you know, D. Close second. Well, I listen. I'll be honest. I you were fucked Tenacious up during D. Tenacious D. I was, D. I was <laughs> fucked up bad. I had the flu, and I was just fucked. I think I had COVID before COVID was even a thing. <laughs> like, I was fucked up bad. Um, I still enjoyed it, man. And I was trying my best to like really have fun with you it. Need, you need to have some energy but, to be on for, for Tenacious oh, D. Oh, yeah, bro. There was at points where I was sitting on the floor on this like sticky ass floor. Just like <sighs> feeling like I was going to die, man. Uh, but we made it through. It was good time. Good times. So, um, yeah. Uh, what was the actual question? What do you do? What what you know? Oh, some must, must must see or, or must see things to do in Vegas. I guess is what he's, he's asking. Uh, I mean, you definitely you definitely got to go see a show. Um, so you know, yeah, pick at least Schneider. one. Yeah, go to Blue Man Group. That was a lot of fun. I saw that in Vegas. That was they're that, still doing that shit. Oh yeah, man. Oh, Holy yeah. fuck! Uh, Those guys got to be Michael in Jackson it. Circus de Soleil. I got the jacket right here. Ah, bought, there you go. I bought the Michael Jackson jacket while I was away. But uh, how much did that cost you? I think it was like 150 bucks. Hell, that's actually not completely terrible. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't horrible. Um, but yeah, I bought this at the the gift shop on the way out. Um, you gotta give me a hee hee now. Hee hee. <laughs> but uh, no, that that show I saw it twice. Uh, that show is incredible. If you're a Michael Jackson fan, uh, you're gonna absolutely love it. Or even if you're like there are certain Michael Jackson songs you really like, you're going to love it because it's Circus de Soleil. So like they've got crazy theatrics and the lighting and the sound and it's amazing. Um, uh, David Copperfield was actually really good too. And it, I thought, I think a lot of magic shows are kind of cheesy and, and predictable. Especially David, and David Copperfield. Dave, especially David Copperfield. Guy's been in fucking Vegas for like fucking probably 50 years, three, three or four <laughs> decades, you know, easily. Um, so I thought it was going to be really fucking bland and shitty. But Kale and I went on our honeymoon. We, we saw like four shows when we went there. And um, it was one of the better shows. It was only like 100 bucks. It was short. It was like an hour and 10 minutes. And um, there was some shit that I was like, oh, it's kind of kind of whack. But then there was some stuff that was like really cool, too. Because uh, in Vegas, it's all about the atmosphere. It's all yeah, about, of course. It's a, you know, it's, it's kind of like. Uh, a Vegas show is almost like going to uh, the IMAX to watch a really uh, uh, big movie um, that like everybody's been clamping at the bit to go see, like an Endgame or a, uh, an Avatar or a Matrix or something. And so everybody is in the mood, you know, like you can feel the energy. 
Um, and that's what Vegas does, except like 10x. Because you're going so, there specifically for Vegas. So everyone's yeah. in the same mindset. Everyone's, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's getting a little loose, man. All the kids are at home and fucking, you know, adults can act like, you know, teenagers again and, and escape and have fun. So just go have fun. There's tons of shit to do in Vegas, man. There's so much shit to do. Just take a budget and don't go past it because <laughs> they go, that, go, get out of control. You, you will go. It will be out of control. Danish Devil asks, what's your favorite sandwich? Any toppings or condiments that are requirements or absolute no-nos? Say it one more time. Your favorite sandwich, and are there any condiments that are absolutely necessary or absolute no-nos? I think my favorite sandwich is an Egg McMuffin, and it's got to have ketchup on it, mm. and it, the yolk has got to be runny. Um, it's got to have that American processed cheese one yes, slice one slice um i won't be having any one of those anytime soon but it's probably my favorite sandwich hmm. um and then if i had to like do something a little bit more traditional i would go with a montreal smoked meat sandwich hmm. from a schwartz's or whatever the fuck it's yeah, a- really anywhere that's got like real smoked meat i'm not talking about like your processed garbage that you get in the grocery store that they'll you know i'm talking about nice fresh ass meat I am such a filthy, degenerate fuckboy with this sandwich shit because I, if I'm going to be honest, it's my Subway fucking sandwich is my favorite sandwich. Damn. I got to be honest. Damn. I got to be. Because even if if I'm eating at home, it's pretty similar. It's just not on a sub. So, you know, it's just that at Subway, you also get those fire cookies. You can't, you know, you can't. M&M cookies. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Wow. <laughs> can't have Dang those it. either can't have those either <laughs> fuck me uh, so it's it's foot long on Italian herb and cheese turkey with bacon lettuce tomato mm. green pepper onion pickle mayo mustard little bit of that sub sauce oil that they got which is basically like a Greek salad dressing for all intents and purposes salt pepper Extra cheese, extra turkey. I was going to get a second layer of turkey, second layer of cheese. Mm. I'm a big boy. And I need all my calories. Double toasted, man. I got to get my shit double toasted. Man. I don't do toasted for the turkey unless I do have a toasted turkey sandwich, but it's a different combo of, of shit if I toast it. So if it's toasted, it's still Italian herb and cheese, turkey with bacon and cheese. Uh, but the, the toppings instead are just lettuce, tomato, green pepper, onion, no pickle. And instead of... Um, uh, instead of mustard and stuff, it's mayo and then Southwest sauce. That's mm. the, that's the toasted version uh, that I, that like I get sub. occasionally. Sounds like a solid sub, Adam. It's, it's pretty fucking fun. Dude, I haven't had it in years because of COVID. I would not in a million fucking years walk into a Subway oh, to bro, order a Subway probably, sandwich. Yeah, that's probably, it's probably the last place you want to order from. Literally right the last. I'm surprised it's they're even last. still functioning as a business yeah, at this actually, point. It's actually the last place. I actually but, can't think of a, I, 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 a worse place to go. <laughs> yeah, no, that ain't it. <laughs> So yeah, that was that was that's you know that's it for me. I can't I can't and then you, you get your 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 cookies and I'm I'm two different orders again for your for your cookies for it's either two M and M or I get one double chocolate one white chip macadamia. Those mm-hmm. are the two that I go and a drink is always one of two things: cranberry juice mm. or Seven Up Sprite, whatever they got in the machine. Those oh, are that and that's it. 
I'm a vanilla Coke guy, man. They got they got those. Do they have it on tap, bro? They got that. They dude in every subway they've got that machine now where you can get like a thousand. Oh, different that's things right. They got the combo thing tap. now. Oh, oh that's right. And it's not even Coke. It's like Pepsi, but it's still you know when it's fountain, it's pretty much fucking same. Tastes the same I get anyway. The, it, the Pepsi with the vanilla. Oh man. Yeah, yeah, man. Oh, vanilla. I Coke. can't wait to go to America, but you know I won't be able to eat. I'm gonna. My food budget is gonna be so ridiculous. You're gonna be like, can I there. get this steamed? Yeah, bro, please. It's be horrible. Like, sir, this is like a fucking fancy ass restaurant every time I need, <laughs> eat, need to eat food. Big spending a hundred dollars a meal probably. Need to find that Denny's on the Vegas Strip. They got Denny's on the Vegas Strip. Oh yeah, they do. Oh, yep. there you go. There's your breakfast option right there. Denny's will get you covered. You don't need yeah, to spend the, too much money with all that gluten. No, you, well, you, it depends on what you order. It's not like they I got suppose. fucking scrambled eggs with gluten mixed in or some I shit. Suppose, yeah. They've got the, um, they've got the, if they still have it there, and they probably do, they've got the, uh, the skillet where you got your, oh, that's so good. Your potato, mm-hmm. your green peppers, onions, mushrooms, scrambled egg. You can get like and, the Texas skillet with the fucking, with the hamburger. You're just going to have to tell them no cheese, bro. You're going to have to zero cheese. pass zero, on that cheese. Zero cheese. <laughs> don't even walk it past the cheese. Yeah. Don't even possible. smell it. I don't even no. want to smell the cheese because <laughs> I will be in a bathroom shitting out the eye of a needle <laughs> for half my trip. That ain't happening. There you go. Um, Mr. Stars, that is, that is TMI, even for this podcast. So uh, let's come up with another question for next week. Uh, <laughs> even even for this podcast, we have lines. There's not many of them, but Damn. we have some. Um, I'll ask the question, but we're not going to answer. He said uh, maybe TMI. He actually he knew so he knew ahead of time. He knew when he was asking this question, it wasn't going to happen. But he he went for it anyway. He shot a shot, and okay. and saying shot a shot is actually a bit of a meme here because he said, uh, "When was your best nut?" Don't answer that. <laughs> <laughs> this man started thinking about it too. I know what nut it is, but yeah. I know, yeah. You've talked about it, I think, to a degree before. I definitely have, yeah. To some degree. I've had, um, had a couple of good ones. Uh, last question comes in from Time Tricks. Since this is the year everyone seems to be showing new uh, uh, EV trucks, uh, if you bought one, which model would it be? I've 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 already ordered the fucking the Cybertruck, but I, I put an order in for that like two years ago. The deposit, but <laughs> whenever that's going to happen, yeah. I mean, I just bought a truck, so like you know, if it comes out in another three years, then you know maybe, but maybe not because I'm just done spending money on cars. Period. This shit's a fucking it's an absolute waste of money. Um, and I'd rather just go buy property than buy vehicles. And I've already got. I'm not happy. To, I'm not proud to admit it, but I've got like a couple hundred thousand dollars worth of vehicles outside. And, uh, you know, just the thought of that. Um, Bro, I'm running that RAV4 into the fucking yeah. Yeah, no. dirt. Yeah, no. I, I'm, Until I'm it starts done. costing me big money yeah. to repair, that bitch is getting run into the ground. Yeah, um, I don't blame you. Especially with gas prices. I'm keeping this hybrid like my life depends on it because it does. Uh, for me, a uh, man, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a slave to Toyota and I, because I trust them because they always seem to get things working. They might not be the best overall, 
but they're the ones that you're likely going to be able to depend upon more than any other brand currently. And so if I'm going to go down the road, because electric vehicles are still relatively new in the grand scheme of things. So shit's going, I mean, look at fucking Tesla's man. The recalls on that bitch is like every fucking three months is another recall. I think we're like, I think we're, we're probably five to seven years out and about, I would say five years. I'll, I will, legitimately consider buying an electric yeah. car you know what yeah. i mean like in a yeah. family car i'm not talking about an electric sports car no because i've already got a sports car and i love v8 noise yeah but in terms of like safety quality uh practicality i think in about five years like shit i mean even now like a tesla in my neighborhood there's like four or five teslas oh they're getting and, more popular yeah and they're yeah they're great and they've got a bunch of stations where you can go and charge them up like even now I, uh i i i would own one if uh i didn't already have vehicles and i was looking to save money on gas and different things like that but uh in about five years i think it'll be the technology will be at a place where like even i'll be like okay the next family car i'll probably get an electric car it'll probably be tesla but yeah i'll I'll hold on to this to this hybrid rev until electric cars become fucking stable yeah, and reliable yeah. and and toyota comes out and says hey we've got a rav4 all electric and i'm gonna say hey yeah time i'm your customer <laughs> time to trade in or just send that bitch off into the sun because god knows when the fuck that's gonna be uh coming around dude vehicles are crazy right now you can basically sell your car for as much as it was like you bought it for bro uh it's insane somebody somebody legitimately offered me 140k for my for my for the, for the men's yeah like that's well you know what you want to hold on to that for about 10 years anyway because gas-powered cars are going to be like legislated out of existence oh yeah and so like the end of life you know sport car models are going to end up you know seeing a bit of an uh, of of an increase in uh in value yeah and well what's nice about my car is like they don't make those v8s anymore like they're done they're done done so like the price just skyrocketed and now there's no inventory like anywhere anywhere and so people are paying like ridiculous amounts of money for for vehicles like 40 50 60k over over sticker of like what the fuck like like i I could money it's like just burning it if it wasn't for the fact that that you'd still have to wait and pre-order a car even for like somebody like me that's just getting like pedestrian shit i could sell my rev for nearly full price oh yeah oh for sure oh for sure 100 percent and don't and and i've i have thought about it i thought about the taking the money and then like and then just rolling into like taking like 10 10 k of it dumping it into another lease and putting the rest of the money into the house it has it has crossed my mind yeah it has crossed my mind but uh but then that's that's more work than i'm willing to put up with right now because he'd have to sell it privately yeah uh, and that's just a pain in the ass right now, because um, if you sell it at a dealership, they'll still give you a shitload of money, but you're never going to get anywhere fucking close no. to what you'd get for it outside of there. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. Either way, ladies and gents, that's it. We managed to make a non-existent news week nearly two hours long. Only here at Lag TV can you uh, witness that kind of magic happen. Thank you so much for stopping by and listening. Uh, share this podcast with a friend or three if you, uh, one, have that many friends, and two, think they might like the show. 
Also, give us a rating uh, anywhere where you listen to this uh, or watch this podcast if you have the ability to do so. We'd greatly appreciate it. And again, patreon.com slash like TV if you want to financially support this bad boy and keep it moving as it has been now for many years. And that's it. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you once again. Stay safe out there, especially if you're in that neck of the woods and you know what I'm talking about. For God's sake, stay safe over there. And until then, peace. Peace.